Welcome home. I'm John Hernandez, and you have tuned in to the CFA Church Podcast. If you have any questions about CFA Church, feel free to visit us at cfachurch.com. We pray that you would walk away from this moment loving Jesus and changing the world. Enjoy the podcast. Amen. Amen. Well, if you will take your copy of God's Word and turn to the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel this morning, there was one uh, particular verse in this passage that really captivated my heart and and uh, been ready to preach, been excited to preach this. But it's a phrase that um, if you've heard maybe an explanation, like maybe one person give an explanation for something, you've been kind of, you know, wondering how does this work? And one person gave an explanation that was just kind of the, the response of, well, well, that explains a lot, right? Well, that, that explains a lot. To me, when I read this verse, it kind of had that type of reaction of, well, that explains a lot. And it's Daniel chapter 10, verse 1, and it simply says this. It says, the message was true, but the appointed time was long. Like, that just, that just explains a lot, doesn't it? When you were five years old, on December 1st, Christmas was true, but the appointed time was long. When you were like Pastor John, and when you were standing at that altar, and even rewind that, when you put an engagement ring on somebody's finger, you, you knew that the, the wedding date was true, or at least you hoped. <laughs> but the appointed time was long. And, and that not only applies physically, that applies in so many situations spiritually, doesn't it? Like, we know that Jesus Christ paid the price not only for our salvation, but for our healing and the stripes that he took on his back by his stripes. We are healed. Heal, healing, church healing is true. But sometimes the appointed time is long. That word, that occupy word that God spoke to you on January 10th when you were in your prayer closet and you wrote that down in your spiritual life journal and you said, thank you, Holy Spirit, the word of the Lord for me this year is true. But in July, sometimes it seems like the appointed time is long. And in between those two verses, I know, I know, like, I don't even think that there's a punctuation mark that separates those two verses as it's written in Hebrew and translated into the English language. I know those two parts of the sentence are right beside each other. But I got, I just got to tell you, sometimes there is a huge gap. Right? A huge gap. And can I tell you that oftentimes the battle is won and lost in the gap. Have you ever been over to the UK? How many people have ridden the, the tube in London? Anybody ridden that? And, and so you'll remember the, the phrase that when the tube comes to the stop in King's Cross or in Piccadilly or wherever you get off, and, and there's between where the doors open and, and the tube itself ends and the platform there, there is a gap. And the British phrase, and they sell T-shirts and there's signs everywhere, the, the British phrase is mind the gap. Because very few people get hurt, no matter how crowded the train is, very few people get hurt on the train. 
Very few people, no matter how frustrating it is, as you're a tourist and you've got your map and you're trying to navigate as you go up the stairs to King's Cross. Not a lot of people get hurt when they're walking up the stairs. It's in, the, it's in that simple step in the gap. And that's what happens in our lives sometimes because I got to tell you, the enemy can take advantage of a gap. Like the enemy will put some fear in a gap. He'll put some disappointment in a gap. He'll try to get you to complain in the gap. He'll try to fill that gap with negativity. He'll try to fill that gap with gossip. He'll try to fill that gap with doubt and unbelief. He'll try to get you to doubt that you uh, heard God in January. He'll try to get you to doubt your own salvation. Now, many of you know what I'm talking about, how the enemy will, the enemy will fill a gap. And so it's how we mind the gap. Tell your neighbor on the right, tell them to mind the gap. Now remember, this is, in, this is in Britain, so turn to the neighbor on your left and in your best British accent, say, mind the gap. Now tell that person, that sounded more Australian than British. You got to work on that British accent. But sometimes, sometimes it's like, it's literally how we mind the gap. Because I'm telling you, all the gap I need sometimes is between my left ear and my right ear. I can, this gap can get messed up in a hurry. Like this gap, it doesn't even need to be the enemy. I got plenty of messed up thoughts in my own gap. So sometimes it's literally how we mind the gap. Psychologist Henry Cloud, Dr. Henry Cloud, says this. He said, for as long as humans have been around, we have struggled with the age-old issue, that dynamic tension between how things ought to be and how they are. Well, that just describes Monday morning right there. Where I want to be versus where I am. Here's the bottom line. High performers resolve that tension in very different ways than people who they consistently outperform. In what way? Basically this. They are fueled by the possibility of better instead of defeated by it. When confronted with failure, they are inspired to keep trying. They don't judge themselves for missing the mark. Do you know that five years from now, the difference, whether you have achieved the thing that God has set in front of you, may be how you're navigating the gap in your life right now. And so to, to solve this, I don't want to go anymore to psychology. I want to go straight to the Word of God in Daniel chapter 10, how we mind the gap this morning. Daniel Daniel 10, beginning at verse 1. In the third year of the reign of King Cyrus, now it's King Cyrus, number 4, the fourth boss that Daniel has had. I remind you this morning that your favor always transcends your situation. Daniel, parentheses, also known as Belteshazzar. I love that Daniel had rejected his false identity so well that it was just a parenthetical statement. Do you know that that can be true in your life? I know the enemy's still trying to remind you of your past, something that you did maybe 13 years ago or 13 minutes ago. But do you know that that doesn't have to be in the sentence of your life? It can just be a little parenthetical statement. And what I mean by that is, well, yeah, that may be historically true, but I'm not living in it. Like, I used to be that person that was afraid all the time. You can put that by my name, used to live in fear, but that's not my identity. 
You can put that I used to walk in this addiction. And yeah, I suppose that's a little parenthetical statement in my story, but that's not my sentence. Tell your neighbor, say, I'm not living in my parentheses. I'm living in what God declares over me. And so Daniel had another vision. He understood that this vision concerned the events to happen in the future, times of war and great hardship. When this vision came to me, I, Daniel, had been in mourning for three whole weeks. All that time, I had eaten no rich food, no meat. Oh, that makes sense. See, if I hadn't eaten meat in three weeks, I'd be in mourning too. This is all coming together. No meat or wine, cross my lips. I got all the vegetarians mad at me. You got to forgive me. It's okay. No meat or wine, cross my lips. And I used no, used no fragrant lotions until all those three weeks had passed. On April 23rd, as I was standing on the bank of the great Tigris River, I looked up and I saw a man dressed in linen clothing. With a belt of pure gold around his waist, his body looked like a precious gem. His face flashed like lightning and his eyes flamed like torches. His arms and feet shone like polished bronze and his voice, <laughs> I love this, because Daniel knew what a roar sounded like. And he said, this guy's voice roared like a vast multitude of people. Let me give you some things to jot down on your note sheet this morning. This is how God can help you to win in no matter what the gap is that you're facing this morning. Because we're all in some kind of gap. We're all in an emotional gap, a spiritual gap, a physical gap, a relational gap, a financial gap. I don't know what name is on your gap, but God can be in your gap. This is how to do it. Number one, don't think that because just because others didn't see it that you didn't see it. So, so watch this, this amazing, magnificent vision of a messenger of heaven shows up, appears to Daniel, and Daniel says, only I, Daniel, saw the vision. The men with me, they saw nothing. But they were suddenly terrified and ran away to hide. Do you know that sometimes when God is speaking to you and showing you things, even the closest friends in your life, even the friends that are the most spiritual around you might not see what you saw and might not be hearing what you're hearing. It, it, so, so I'm learning this from a different perspective. So after a 10-year drought in the wither up household of children asking and my answer being no and them asking and my answer being not yet and my answer being we'll see which means no and my answer being uh, like after a 10-year drought we have finally we're, we're in a new season in the wither up household we have invited another young lady by the name of Rosie into our house and this is Rosie and well, yeah, of course, I got to see, I did this just to draw people back in. Like the people are like, this message is born, show a picture of a puppy. Like, oh, I'm, I'm involved again. He's talking about a puppy. Like, and of course, you know, just throw my kids up there as well. So Rosie is there. And so if, if I'm sitting on the front porch swing and Rosie is beside me, like if she's not chewing up the garbage or she's not tearing my little lights out of the front yard if she's not chasing the chickens like if she's there on the front porch and if her ears park, perk up and if she starts looking around and if she gets up and she starts walking around the, the yard how many of you understand that if I didn't hear anything I'm not the crazy one 
Like she's not the crazy one, right? Just because, just because I didn't hear it doesn't mean that something's wrong with her ears. In fact, in fact, the, the, the way that most animals' hearing works is that it's more acutely attuned to things that are going on. Can I tell you this spiritually this morning? Just because somebody else in your life thinks you're crazy that you actually believe that the God of the universe talked to you, like that a verse of scripture applies to you. That the Holy Spirit nudge you. I know they think you're crazy. And you might be. But not in this way. You heard from. Can I tell you you heard from God this morning. And just because. Now at different times in your life. You may, uh, you may have reacted like a puppy to that. You know how like you did when the first time you felt God spoke to you. You were up. Like you were running around, you were tearing around, and everybody was like, ah, just wait, they'll calm down. Like, and you just tumbled over yourself, like she'll be chasing a ball. She doesn't know how to slow down before she gets to the ball. She tries to slow down as she gets to the ball, and so that's a joy, watching that tumble, tumbling feet. And so, but we learn, we learn, right? We learn how to navigate the voice of the Holy Spirit. But in this situation, so not only did Daniel's closest friends not hear what Daniel heard, they left him. Like that's, that's exciting, isn't it? So, so number two is this. Some of your most powerful spiritual times will be, be when you feel weak and alone. Verse 8 says, I was left there all alone, say all alone, to see this amazing vision, say amazing vision. My strength left me and my face, or my face grew deathly pale and I felt very weak. Say very weak. Now, I don't know about you, but I like one of those phrases in that sentence. Right? Because that's what we pray for a lot of times. We want God, God, this year, show me something amazing. I want to see amazing things. God, this year I want to see amazing things in my relationships. I want to see amazing things in my family. I want to see amazing things in my finances. I want to see amazing things at the miraculous at this altar. I want to see amazing things at my job. I want to see amazing, amazing things in my schooling and all of those. So I'm in on the amazing things. But do you notice, I just got to say, I wish those other two phrases weren't in this sentence. Because God showed up and he showed Daniel amazing things but he was all alone, and he felt very weak. He was all alone, and he felt very weak. Do you know some of the times in your life when God is speaking to you the strongest is when you'll feel the weakest? Some of the times in your life when God is doing the deepest work in you is when you'll feel the most alone. And I got to tell you, I just got to tell you, not everybody's going where God's taking you. Not everybody's going as deep as you're going. Not, not everybody's pressing in like you're pressing in. And so some of these times where you, you, you look up and imagine Daniel, this amazing vision. He, he opens his eyes and he's like, he's wanting to be like, you ever, you ever watched a, a movie, uh, like a comedy movie? And you thought there was some, there's a funny part and you thought there was somebody in the room. And you start laughing. What do you do? You look, you look because you want to laugh with somebody else. Right, like you want to share, you want to share that moment with somebody else, and you're like, I forgot there's nobody here, or oh, that's as awkward. You're a stranger in the movie theater. Like it's you wanna, 
Like we're wired because we want to share those emotions. And do you know that that can be so frustrating spiritually when God starts speaking to you and you fail to have the words to adequately describe the vision that God is showing you and you want so badly, right? You want, you want your family to get it. You want your friends to get it. And listen, listen sometimes this is not a, a, a matter of spiritual levels. It's just a matter of before that God wants to release the word uh, through you. He's got to do a work in you. And there will be times and seasons in your life that the work that God is doing in you is so rich and so deep that nobody understands. But it's okay. It's how things, this is how things grow. We grow when we feel weak. So if you pray a, a prayer like this, see, I think sometimes we just want God to, God, zap the answer to me. Like, God, um, I want to I wanna run a 5K, so God, would you just zap the 5K anointing in me? And Lord, I even, Lord, I offer up these Doritos as, a, as an offering unto you, oh Lord. Can I tell you, like, God will answer that prayer. He'll absolutely answer that prayer. He'll say, here's a green way. He'll say, here's how you set your alarm clock 30 minutes earlier. Right, because that's, that's just how our muscles develop. Our muscles, the only way physically for your muscle to grow is that it must first achieve a period of weakness. Do you know that this is true neurologically as well? So neuroscience tell, neuroscientists tell us that when our brains encounter a problem that we cannot solve on our own, and when we don't hear the answer from somebody else and our brains have to struggle Right? Our brains have to process, our brains have to fight, our brains have to push in. Do you know what happens neurologically? Our brain cells literally, literally begin to develop new capacities in them. So what if that is also true? What if the way that God wired the universe together physically and neurologically is also true for you spiritually? What if the, the thing that you are struggling against this morning, what if the opposition, because you didn't pray that prayer, you didn't pray that prayer this morning, you didn't say, God, bring me opposition. God, I pray that the person that is bringing frustration in my life would double the amount of frustration that they're bringing. You didn't pray that prayer. But what if God is using that person? What if God is using that situation to create, to strengthen your spiritual muscle, to develop a new capacity in you to step into this new season and this new anointing that he has for you? See, Daniel was about 80 years old at this time. It doesn't matter how old you are physically. I ask you, how old are you spiritually? God can continue, no matter what age you are, to develop a new capacity within you to receive receive his love, to receive his power, and to receive what's next in your life. God is at work developing new capacities. Number three, allow God to show you vision that is scary big. Verse 9 says this, Then I heard the man speak, and when I heard the sound of his voice, this is, y'all, this is big burly Daniel. 
This is man's man, Daniel. Daniel got picked to go to Babylon because he was one of the top physical athletes in all of Jerusalem. Daniel spent a night with lions and lived. Like this is not wimpy Daniel. This is powerful Daniel. When Daniel saw this vision, he fainted. I hope in your life you are always seeking God and asking God and searching God for things that are so big in your life that when he tells them to you, you get a little scared. Like vision that is, vision that is scary big. Do you know there's a difference between, between fear? There's devil fear and there's dream fear. Devil fear is when the devil comes to you and starts, you're, you're no good, your past is too uh, littered with sin, you don't have what it takes. And so devil, devil fear causes us to retreat. But dream fear, here's what dream fear says. Dream fear says what God is about to do in your life, in your ministry, in your church is so big is so big that you can't handle it. You know what dream fear causes us to do? It causes us to hit our knees in prayer and to begin to develop those spiritual capacities. See, your prayer closet is your spiritual weight room. It's your, it's your spiritual library. It's where God, it's where the Holy Spirit creates these new capacities within you so that you can be stretched, so that you can step into this new, like scary, big things, things that can only be accomplished by the power of God. You ever been to the, anybody ever been to the Grand Canyon, seen the, the Grand Canyon? How many of you would also admit, wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, right? Like, like, it almost seems, didn't it almost seem two-dimensional? Like, it was so, it was so vast, there's so much dimension to it, there are so many layers to it, that it plays a trick on your eyes, and it looks like, now, none of the millennials are going to understand what I'm talking about, but when we used to get family pictures taken, we went to JCPenney. <laughs> and it was the same guy that always took our pictures. His name was Olin Mills. <laughs> and he took a backdrop, and he pulled down the backdrop behind us. And it was like, it was this two-dimensional backdrop. And then they positioned us in a way, basically they said, I'm going to do something that makes you look and feel so uncomfortable that 20 years later when your relatives look at this picture, they're going to laugh. And so they kind of contorted us <laughs> in a way, like just smile natural. See, millennials, that's why when you look through our, our picture albums, that's why we look. The way we look, because we were told to this, and but there was a, there's these different backdrops, right? And these backdrops seem two-dimensional. I remember when I went and I saw the Grand Canyon for the first time, it was at once so it was so big that it seemed a way that it wasn't. Do you know in your life when God begins to show you vision, scary vision, vision that is so big, it will actually seem different than it actually is. So, so let me explain it like this. If you were to stand on the rim on the ledge of the Grand Canyon and look out, because I remember God speaking this to me. I just remember him nudging me and him saying something like this, Doug, I created this. I'm, I'm kind of a big God. He said, don't ever dream a small dream for me again because I created this, so stop dreaming small dreams. And I remember that. So if you're like on the edge of the Grand Canyon, on the rim of the Grand Canyon, you're looking out and you're saying, wow, this is huge. 
there is a difference between your perception of what that hugeness actually looks like than when you than when you load up a donkey. I don't know. I've never walked down in the Grand Canyon, and so I don't know if they give you donkeys. But if they don't, I think that's a good idea because I don't want to carry a backpack all the way down in there. So if you like take your donkey and go down into the canyon, how many of you understand that things look different when you're in it? They look different when you're in it. So this is for somebody this morning. The vision that you saw from the Lord on the rim of the canyon, you thought you perceived it to be one way, but now you're in it, it looks different, and you're questioning, did I see what I thought I saw? You absolutely did. It's just different than you thought that you saw. Does that make sense? So, so dream, dreams, dreams from the Lord, scary dreams. I'm not talking about like little dreams. I'm talking about big God, CFA, I bless you this year to dream the biggest dream that you have ever dreamed for the Lord Jesus Christ. Like huge, like immense Grand Canyon earth shattering stuff for the Lord so that when he does it, nobody, nobody has ever come up to a God. Standing beside the Grand Canyon, holding a beach shovel, and he took the credit. <laughs> yeah, it's just work. Yeah, kids asked me to dig a little hole for him in the sand and carve this out. I did pretty good. No. Like, I bless you to dream a dream that is so big for the Lord Jesus Christ that when he does it, your only response is, I don't even know God did this. Like, that's the kind of dream. Come on, give God praise this morning for a church and a people that is dreaming dreams that are bigger than you could ever accomplish in your life. But your dream, when you step, when you step into it, It'll be harder than you think. It'll take longer than you think. It'll look different than you think. But the same God that showed you the dream on the rim of the Grand Canyon is the same God. Here's the, here's the final thing now. Here's the final thing. You got to unlock, unlock, unblock. Excuse me. There's a B in that word. Block and lock. But same thing, same principle. Number four, unblock your answer. Thank you so much for joining us. Here at CFA Church, it is our deepest hope that you have found the place that you can call home. For more information about this community or to find out how you can connect, simply head over to cfachurch.com where you can plan a visit right from the website. It is our prayer that you will continue to love Jesus and change the world. God bless you.